Welcome to Spark, our weekly inspirational podcast full of actionable ideas for strategically preparing your business and yourself for anything that may come your way. I'm your host, Stephanie Redcross West, and now let's jump into our next episode. everyone. Welcome to our next live session here. I love doing these sessions because there's an opportunity for us to chit chat and talk about what's going on. And also for me to kind of share some either recommendations, ideas, and also maybe kind of an opportunity for us to support each other while we're all trying to figure out everything that's going on kind of in the world today. Um, let me know if you're joining us live. Let me know where you're joining from. Just post it in the comments. I'm going to try to jump around. Um, hopefully my eyes aren't running around too much um, just to see who's joining us and who's coming in live. But what I wanted to do today is talking about kind of how to stay motivated, how to really kind of push through some of the emotions that many of us are feeling, me included, as we try to navigate this tough time, as we start to navigate this environment we're in, because let's face it, right now, it kind of feels like a day-to-day thing. It feels like, what's the news now? What's the change? What's happening now? And what I'm finding personally is I'm trying to kind of step back from that mode, step back from the idea of feeling like I have to live day to day. I'm starting to say that this is our new normal. I'm going to embrace it. And I'm going to start to put myself in the driver's seat. I'm going to start to put myself in a place where I'm going to kind of say what my days, my weeks, and my month is going to be like. And I really want to... I guess drive home for me that when I consider what I'm going to spend my time on, where I'm going to put my resources, where I'm going to focus, that I can make that decision. I really want to kind of empower myself. And I'm hoping maybe for some of you out there that have been feeling a little frustrated, have been feeling a little bit lost, have been feeling like I'll just wait it out. I'm hoping this video today will motivate you to kind of think about it differently, to think less about waiting until things are going to get better, waiting until stay-at-home orders are lifted, waiting until I can open my business again, waiting until things that we think we're going to get back to what it used to be like and instead starting to think about what you want life to be moving forward, how you want your business to run moving forward and how do you want to run your days moving forward. So I want to kind of share some of the things we're doing, some of the things that we're doing kind of home personally, and also with some of the things we're doing with our team to help keep us going, to help keep us moving forward. And the biggest thing I'm doing now is having a morning ritual. And what I mean by that is I really want to make sure that I have a way to reset my day. 
to reset everything that has happened. Some of it is because maybe I read a news story, maybe I heard this, maybe my neighbor mentioned something. And what can happen in this environment, in this time, especially as we're running businesses, as we're working from home, what can happen is we get inundated with information and we're trying to process all of it. We're processing our emotions, our responses to it. And what I want you to be able to do is have a way to reset every single day. I want you to make sure that you have a process that allows you to kind of say, well, that was yesterday. This is a new day. And I know for everyone, it's a little bit different. For me, my reset mode, my thing that really helps me in the morning is I take a walk every morning. We take a walk just around our block in our neighborhood. It's only about a mile and a half. So it's not crazy strenuous. It's not crazy exercise, even though I definitely want some exercise points and credit. Um, but I bring it up because it's a way for me to really kind of say, this is my day. My day has started officially now. What I used to do is just jump out of bed, jump on my computer, go downstairs, grab something. And I just kind of rushed into the day where now when I do my walk, and then I come back, get ready for the day and get started. What it's allowing me to do is make sure that every day starts on its right foot. And I know some people, it's getting your coffee in the morning. For some people, maybe it is your breakfast, your bagel that you're doing in the morning. Maybe you're doing yoga in the morning. But I highly recommend that we all have something every morning that you're doing that creates that ritual for you and doing it at a set time. Now, I often talk about running businesses, being an entrepreneur. And when you're running a business and you're being an entrepreneur, this morning ritual is super important. And the reason I bring this up is because for many of us, we're going to run into the stress zone. Soon as you get into email, soon as you start to check in with your team, you're in action mode. You're trying to solve problems, you're trying to make sure you're moving quickly, you're being most productive. And when I worry about for many of us who are at home these days, what I worry about for many of us that are pivoting and changing our businesses, we don't have a natural path or way forward for you to make sure you are kind of de-stressing. And while you could do it at the end of the day, and we'll talk about some techniques to do that, I want you to start to think about how do you do it in the morning or before you start so that you don't bring stress, anxiety, or anything into your day when you're starting to work. So your team is not feeling the problems of yesterday today. They're really feeling what you see as the possibilities and the potential silver lining. So if you're watching this, I'd love for you to share, what is your morning ritual? What are you doing to kind of manage your morning and your day? And what's happening is each week or every other week, I sit down and see if I need to add more to my ritual, more to it. So I'm doing things like I'm getting my protein shakes in the morning so that I also make sure I get a little nutrients in me after I'm doing my walk. I'm also doing kind of a reading. I have this exercise I go through in the morning where I read. Sometimes it's the news. Sometimes it's articles. Sometimes it's just things that I really like or fun. It's not so much news, the gloom and doom stuff. It's really the stuff that are the good stories, the things that are happening in the world, just because it puts my mind on good things. It puts my mind on possibilities, on good stories, things that make me laugh and make me smile. So that's a part of my morning ritual as well. So I really would love to hear what many of you are doing. What are you doing now that we're in this kind of new world that is helping you with that? 
The other thing I want you to, I want to recommend as you're trying to establish this new process, as you're trying to kind of get used to this new normal, is I want to make sure you establish work hours. Now, this is me talking to everyone out there who are entrepreneurs running your business. You're starting to think about running your own business. You're thinking about working remotely for an extended period of time, or your company wants you to work remotely for an extended period of time. What I want you to do is truly establish work hours. And I know for many of you, you've heard this before. You're like, yeah, 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 I know I should do it. But today I want to check and make sure, are you actually doing it? Have you written them down? And I don't think that you can have a general idea of your work hours. I really believe your work hours have to be written, documented. And honestly, if you have a like work nook or office at home or something like that, I would recommend printing it out and posting it. Because the hardest thing that we can do and the thing that I find that kind of throws off our Zen and our moments when we're working in our business, when we're working home, when we're doing all the activities that we need to get going in the day, what happens is we blow through our own guidelines, meaning we say our work hours are from, I don't know, let's say nine to five, if you take a traditional one or 10 to four, whatever your hours are. But what happens is in the reality, we say 10 to four, but you're still at your computer at six o'clock at night working on a project or you wake up early in the morning a couple of days a week and you work on a project. And what I want you to do is start to put a little discipline around your work hours. What I want you to do is publish them so that you you can physically see those things. What I want you to do if you use a calendar, like you use something in Google, block out those times on your calendar so people can't book meetings with you or book activities during your non-work hours. Now, for some of you, you might have checked out a little bit. You might not be working as much as you thought you would be working. Maybe you are in a situation where you've been laid off and you're starting to see, what can I do with this time? Even if you're in a situation where you're looking for a job, I want you to establish the time that you'll be working. This is going to help you stay motivated and focused because work doesn't become this never-ending timeline. What it becomes instead is a specific time that you are working, grinding it out. And then after that, you take that break. So if you're even looking for a job right now in this current environment, then give yourself two hours each day that you do job searches, submit cover letters, and so forth. Don't make it a full day activity. You may not need eight hours every day to do those job searches. Instead, maybe do, like I said, two hours every day that you do in the job search, and then set aside time for other things. Maybe you're going to set aside some time for training. Maybe you're going to set aside some time for going to webinars. Maybe you're going to set aside some time that's going to help you build skills. And we'll talk about that as well as one of the things that I love to do to keep me motivated. But I really want to make sure that you have specific time that you're working. If you're feeling more stressed, then cut down a traditional work week. Instead of thinking you're going to work all five days, pick two days a week that you work. If you're thinking that you're feeling a little bit more stressed about what am I going to do in all that time, then pick a few hours each day that you work and stop. Then break and start to do things with your family. Maybe you're going to be working after you're doing homeschooling, but literally establish that schedule. And if you have kids and maybe an extended family in the house, 
Let everyone put together their schedule. Let's all sit down and say, hey, what do we want to do this week? Where do we want to spend time? I'm going to work during these hours. We're going to do school around these hours. We're going to do crafts and projects around these hours. And then sit down and say, when you're going to eat lunch, when you're going to eat dinner. One of the best things that's helped me break up my day and make my day more productive and also keep me motivated is I take breaks for lunch and dinner. What I do is my husband and I will sit down and literally have lunch and dinner. Even though we're home all day, yes, we're technically in the house all day. By having time that we sit down and we literally just have dinner together, it creates a break in my day and it creates a sense of normalcy. It creates a sense of something that we can look forward to. It creates a sense of time kind of together that's separate from work, that's separate from the grind or the things that we have to do. And all of those things I include as break time in my work. I include those as opportunities. I'm even starting to try to incorporate an opportunity for me to maybe do a lunch. And when I do lunch, I do it outside. So I'm actually sitting outside in our backyard. And what happens is it gives me a break in different space. All right. The other thing I'm starting to do when it comes to kind of staying motivated is I'm actually attending virtual events. And I know many of you have been reading about these events and things that people are doing, whether it's on Facebook Live, whether people are doing live sessions. Um, like my favorite one I just did last weekend is um, I'm from Philly. So DJ Jazzy Jeff did a like house party um, activity last Saturday, I think it was. And what happens is I actually got it on my phone um, streamed it on my TV in my room and I was listening to it. We were jamming to it. Um, I had it playing fairly loud so I could hear it, not just in my room, but as I was working throughout the day and doing different things, you know, cleaning, organizing and so forth. And what happens, it was a great experience. But I bring that up because I had been reading about these live sessions. I knew about the nicest live sessions or the quarantine club that he has going on. But what was happening is I wasn't participating in them. I was just reading and hearing and talking about them, but I wasn't taking that extra step to actually be present. And what I want to recommend is make sure you do participate in these things. People are doing happy hours. There's actually one, if probably some of my 253 Central High School folks are probably watching this, um, they're doing virtual sessions that are kind of like, I don't know if you want to call them meetups or what. Um, but one of my great friends, Kali, invited me to one. And my next goal is to attend, is to stop just checking them out and saying, oh, yeah, that's cool. People are doing it. Instead, I want to become more active. I want to actually participate in these events. And I really think it's a great way to get connected. It's a great way to feel kind of that link with other people. And I also think it's a great way for us to be active in our own homes, active if you're going to be in a state that has you home or you're going to be working remotely and you're going to find yourself at home. Make sure you participate in those events. All right. My next tip is coming up with a no work day. I think this is so crucial and this is one of the things that has been my saving grace for me. I've been getting so exhausted. I have had more meetings in these last kind of month um, or six weeks than I've ever had. So many people want to talk. So many people need help. And I love doing it. However, what I was finding is I was burnt out. I was finding that I was completely exhausted at the end of the day and the end of the week. And what I needed was a day that I don't work. 
I needed a day that I don't work on my business. I needed a day that I wasn't responsible for things or meetings or stuff I had to get to. Because what would happen is when I had all those responsibilities on my shoulders, every day felt like a grind day. Every day felt like a day I have to do something, be somewhere or make something happen. And what I really recommend, especially for my entrepreneurs out there, is to make sure you have a no work day. And that means a day that you're not doing things in your business. That means a day that is completely free of work. Now, it doesn't mean you don't check emails and make sure nothing is on fire in your business. It doesn't mean that if somebody sends you a message, you might see it because someone sent you a text message or a Slack message, and that's the case. But the idea is you don't respond until your next official work day. So if someone slacks you over the weekend or if someone asks you a question over the weekend, you let them know, hey, I'll get back to you on Monday and give you that update. It's so important that you have these breaks and you have the space and time where you're not working and when you're not required to do. Now, for me, I not only have a no work day, one of the other things I have is I have a no meeting day. Now, I know for some of you, this may feel a little bit bold, but I really think it's huge, it's important, and it's possible. Now, every once in a while, I do mess up and I may have a 30-minute meeting on that day because some it's the only day someone can meet. So I don't want to make it sound like I'm perfect. I don't want to make it sound like I'm always doing right. But what I want you to realize is that having these days is a way for you to take control back of your time, take control back of your life, and feel like you're in that driver's seat. So what I do on Fridays is Fridays are my no meeting days. I don't schedule any meetings. All of my calendars, it's blocked off as busy so people can automatically schedule things. And it's a great time for me in my business for me to actually work on projects or work on things that I want to do, work on things that I think are important. So my priorities are not just based on the fire drill of the week, the email that I received, or something that someone else needs or wants from me. I have a day of the week that I can set the agenda for that whole day. All right. Next item as far as my tip is I want you to think about how you finish things. How do you get things done in a week, in a day? My biggest thing that helps me is that every day I pick one task on my to-do list that I'm going to get done before 1130. Now, 1130 is an arbitrary time. The reason I pick 1130 is I kind of want to get something done before I go into lunch mode or take one of my first official breaks. And then also it's me kind of doing the half day scenario. I work a full day when I work at home. Now, some of you, if you're only working half a day, only a few hours a week, that's fine. Just split it in half. So if you're working four hours a day, then within the first two hours, you want to finish something. Because being able to accomplish something, that feeling of completion, that feeling of kind of getting something to the finish line is a huge motivator in the rest of your workday. It's a great way for you to kind of feel like, well, I got something done, then I can probably get something else done. But what happens for many of us when we start to work, when we start to work on our business, We start to just do everything that's going on. We start to work in things like email. We get on social media and we're posting. And then we don't have that sense of completion. And instead, we have that experience of busy work. We have that experience of just doing a lot of stuff. And what I want you to do is not feel like you're just doing stuff. 
I want you to feel like you're getting something completed and done. So if you're doing YouTube videos, what I want you to do is record a video before 1130. So you can say, I recorded that video and I'm done with my video recording for the day. I'm done with my video recording for the week. If you write and you write a blog, write a blog post before 1130 because you can say, okay, I got that blog post done. I can check that off the list. If you have a project that you're working on, it's maybe a bigger project. It has a lot of kind of pieces or components to it. Sit down and create a action plan and say, what am I going to get done this morning? We're doing a project where we're migrating things from one piece of software to another piece of software. So one of my projects for tomorrow is to finish that migration before 1130. I have three pages that we're going to rebuild in our website. Um, or in this new kind of website software that we're using. And what my goal is to get those pages completed. Yes, I'll have to respond to email. Yes, I'll have a couple of meetings. Yes, I'll have other things I have to do. But what I'm making is my priority, that item that I want to get done by 1130. So at a minimum, even if I get distracted, even if I need a break, even if I'm feeling overwhelmed, what I can do is make sure that every day I get something done and when I'm getting up that next morning and doing my ritual, what I tend to do is look at what's the things I completed the prior day and use that as my motivation as I move forward. All right. Next tip or recommendation is learning a new skill. Now, I'm always about the business side of things and having that entrepreneur hat on. So this new skill can be a business skill. It can be something that you've always wanted to do in your business. The new skill that I'm trying to learn is I'm learning about podcasting and how to set up not only a podcast, but I'm also learning about how to set up audio casts. So online kind of courses that are audio only, that are sent through or sent as actual podcast in a sense, so that people can listen to the training, listen to the materials, and they can do all of that um, on their phones. So while they're taking walks, they can do that while they're cooking and so forth. And what I'm trying to do is just soak up as much information as I can. So I spend a good amount of time, probably every couple of days um, during the week, jumping on YouTube and just watching videos, reviewing, where people are teaching me how to do an intro, an outro, where people are telling me how to write show notes. Um, I have some training that I have from a previous conference um, that I didn't attend, but I got the recordings of those. I'm starting to watch those. And I'm just taking this time to build those skills. Now, I want to build it on the podcast side, but maybe for some of you, it's a little bit different. Maybe it's a skill personally. One of my friends who might be watching this, I won't mention your name, so I don't put you on the spotlight, um, but she's gardening. So she's going out, she's getting plants, she's getting containers. It's a great thing. So she's building that as a skill. I interviewed somebody yesterday and they were saying how they cut their own hair. So it doesn't have to be just business related. It doesn't have to be something in your business world. The idea of building those skills, those ideas of starting to kind of work on things that can enhance us as individuals will not only make you better in your business, will not only make you better in your life, but will also help balance you so that as these days are rolling by, as you're kind of at home, you will have stories to tell. And really, one thing I've been seeing that people have been doing, what I think is really cool, is they've been documenting their experience. So say, for example, you always wanted to learn how to play the guitar. 
then do a video of you learning how to play the guitar. Talk about the experience. Talk about the classes that you're taking. My mother's actually taking um, Chinese classes as an example. So I just want to give you an idea of the variety of ideas, but I think it's so amazing when you can sit down and think about what that skill is that you want to have. And what I like to do is I do things like 30 days at a time. So I'll say for the month of March, this is the skill I want to build for the month of June. This is what I want to do. It's the same thing I did for April. So each month I pick something that I want to learn or a skill I want to either enhance or actually get good at. And I'm finding that that's really keeping me motivated. And it's also giving me something to do. It's giving me things to kind of learn. And also it's getting me involved in other communities. I'm joining Facebook groups that are interested in the skill that I'm building so I can collaborate and talk with them as well. All right. And then the last tip I want to give you today, as far as staying motivated, staying focused, getting things going, is I want you to think about creating after work activities. And what I mean by that is having something to look forward to. When many of us were kind of Living our old lives, I would say, you know, we had activities that we looked forward to at the end of the week. You know, Friday might have been your day after work. You went to the happy hour. Maybe you went to the movies. Maybe you would plan dinner with friends. What I want you to do is do the same thing, just maybe in a virtual fashion. For us, we have Friday night as movie night. Um, my husband built a kind of like this movie room here in the house, and it's great. We really treat it like we're going to the movies. We dim down the lights. Well, you know, I cook popcorn with my special sauce on top and it allows us to kind of unwind and have something to look forward to, something we can get really excited about. Now, the same thing can be is that um, you can do fun stuff after work or it can be something that you want to do for work or an enhancer for work as well. It really is about you picking something that you're going to enjoy, something that you're going to look forward to. Because I think for some of us, that's the piece that's been missing. We miss the idea that literally we almost feel like the days are just rolling together and we don't have something to kind of think about plan for or say, I got to get this work done because I have to get this done because I have this coming up. So plan those activities. For us on Thursday night, my cousin actually set up family night. So her wonderful kids do like raids and we all kind of as a family get online and we try to guess, um, guess through charades. Actually, last week we had a new addition, which was name that plant because um, they've been growing some plants. So it's a great thing for us to look forward to because it becomes family time. My niece and I on Sundays, we actually get together and we cook together on Sundays. So we pick a recipe. Actually, she's been picking most of the recipes. And what we do is we not only cook together, but after we finish making the meal and we're literally just on FaceTime on our phone, we actually sit down and then eat it together. We talk about how it tastes. What do you think? Um, obviously, I invite my husband and my mother and we all kind of sit around, taste it, give our feedback and our thoughts. And it becomes kind of a nice activity that we do every Sunday. And now it's something I look forward to. It's my break from the week. It's something and a way for me to keep kind of connected with my niece, to cook with her, discover new recipes, and do really fun things together. So I want you to do the same thing as a way to stay motivated while you're still working, 
still working on your business. We have to get that balance between our work. We have to get our balance between our personal lives and feeding ourselves. And for many of you that maybe live alone, the same thing goes. What I want you to do is find a way to connect with others. Set up these virtual events and activities. On Mondays, I watch TV with my niece and my sister-in-law, really my sister. Um, and what we do is we watch a TV show. Um, we have a new show we're watching now. We used to watch Handmaid's Tale together, so we can't wait until that comes out. Um, but we have another show we're watching now on Mondays. And what happens is now, as you can see, I have movie night, I have cook night with my niece, we have TV night, um, we have family game night, and throughout the week, we have all these different activities that now I can look forward to. So whether you want to do these events virtually with your neighbors, whether you want to do these with your friends, whether you want to do it with your family, all of that should become a part of your process and become a part of what you do. All right. So I'm hoping this helps. I'm hoping for some of you out there, this is motivating you, getting you excited. Oh, thank you so much for your um, for your feedback um, that you said um, you love um, who I am and my tone and generosity. Thank you so much. Um, I'm not sure how to pronounce that. Is that mug um, womp? Queen, sorry about that if I um, didn't do that well, but thank you so much. I'll just put it on the screen. Thank you so much. It's so good to be able to do these sessions. Sometimes I wanna talk about marketing. Sometimes I wanna talk about growing your business. I wanna talk about plans and action, but I also sometimes want to talk about what you can do to lift yourself up, to stay motivated, to kind of stay sane when all of this is going on. And I think it's important that we build processes I think it's important that we build a plan and we build kind of these fun and exciting moments in our lives so that we can really enjoy our day-to-day -day activities, enjoy our friends and family and stay focused in our businesses and stay focused in our lives and really kind of keep that connection, community feeling alive. I think this is a great opportunity for us to do things differently. So I want to make sure I'm encouraging you to not only use some of these recommendations and some of these ideas so you can establish your new normal, but also make sure you stay connected. Make sure you act on these things. Don't just read about these fun activities. Don't just watch me talk about that today. I want you to go that extra mile and I want you to spend some time literally looking at your week and saying, when am I going to work? How am I going to get my work day, my remote work and so forth in check, get my work done, but also how am I going to have things that keep me motivated, keep me inspired and keep my week kind of flowing and also kind of replicate some of the things that I've done before. Because while this may be our new normal, while we don't know what today and tomorrow and next month will be like as we're navigating these things, we all have the opportunity to embrace this kind of new way, find a path forward, stay connected and support each other. All right. So I hope that helped today. I hope that maybe inspired and motivated some of you out there. And I'm really, really hoping that many of you are able to find that connection, find that motivation and keep pushing forward as we're kind of juggling and balancing things. All right. Take care. Thank you so much for joining me live. And I hope to see you on our next one. All right. Bye.